Hi, it's Ted here, the unofficial spokesperson for Consumer Cellular, with some very official advice. All right, how do I put this lightly? Your wireless provider is overcharging you. Well, that was easier than I thought it would be. So, get the exact same coverage as the major carriers at half the cost. Switch and save up to $250 a year on all the talk, text, and data you need at ConsumerCellular.com. This week on Androids and Aliens. She was very sick. And also, in my defense, I thought it would be a really good idea to force a combat because I really wanted to play it's been a while. tactical <laughs> combat. A mysterious stranger makes a subtle move. Hey, Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> what you touch your bells buckle for? And just looks over his shoulder. Don't you worry about what I did. I'm as good as gone. As a simple conversation quickly turns hostile. I don't believe we're finished. I'm walking outside now. Perhaps you're not picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, I'm picking it up. And I'm throwing it in the trash. Can conflict be avoided with intimidation tactics? Freeze. Stop where you stand. And just try to get him to, to stop. Uh, intimidation roll. Okay, roll intimidate. This never works. But maybe natural twin zone. Or will someone pay with their life? For the first time in book two, Ooh, hoo, hoo. it's a combat. How it's we... an encounter. The adventure continues. They've been third level for so long, we haven't done anything. You haven't earned a single point of XP. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's probably a lot of people you can lie to in the packed world, throughout the entire packed world system, and perhaps even beyond. It's packed with people you could lie to. Packed. <laughs> P-A-C-T with people. But you know who you don't lie to, Joe? A Lashunta that looks like Billy Zane. <laughs> you don't do it. He's a cool well, guy. I, I, He's I, a cool guy. <laughs> I was just going to say Billy Zane, period. Is yeah, the any... answer to that question. <laughs> I think the uh, the identification of this as a lie, like a bald-faced lie, is a little extreme. Sure, sure. He, everything he said was true, except that we weren't meeting him. Right, right, right. But we're from the university. We're studying this. He claims to be an expert in that. This is a place where he hangs out. Like, you know, it wasn't like a crazy lie. The it best wasn't a lie, crazy lie. The best lie contains elements of the truth. It, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so what does it tell you? If this fella knows you're full of shit. It's a shitty yeah. liar. Well, you, <laughs> it's a shitty liar. It seems like you've tipped well, your hand, mind front. Uh, well, you all didn't tell I'm us saying. if we knew he believed us or not. Well, Kreska <laughs> oh, saw him go to his belt buckle. Yeah, that was bad. Chunk of a surefire sign. Right, that something's <laughs> off. Yeah, something's Many times Billy Zane goes for his belt buckle. <laughs> get out get of out there. <laughs> Immediately. Everyone knows that. You better get a high initiative or you're in trouble. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's not like everything's been hunky-dory uh, since the start of book two. You started with a dogfight in space. That we yes. lost. That you lost miserably yeah. over about 24 rounds. Yeah. Uh, but up until then, it's kind of... radio, I heard. It's been, <laughs> it's been a lot of campus intrigue. It, it's been a long time since we have fought a combat where we didn't either lose or have someone die. 
Right. It's, right. Been, it's been a really long time. Now, who knows if this is a combat? All we know is this guy pushed his belt buckle. That's all we know. Yeah. yeah. We know. We yeah. talked about this. We said, Matthew was saying, we can talk this guy down. Matthew, <laughs> the Billy Zane, he's a cool guy. <laughs> Reasonable. He's the phantom. Listen to your friend, Dr. Friss. <laughs> He's a cool guy. He's he was help, the. He's trying to help you out. He was the fan. <laughs> he was the fan. Was he the fan? Yes, he yeah, was. he was. He was the fan. I was obsessed with his little with trousers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or lack thereof. <laughs> obsessed with his little trousers. I guess, okay. I guess leggings. Put that on a bumper sticker and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Who played his dad? Wasn't it like Patrick McGowan or something? Was it Patrick McGowan? Wait, in the oh. Phantom. In the in the one with Billy Zane, and it's not the Phantom of the Opera. It's just some like weird. Oh, it's an old it radio. An old radio oh, yeah. By the, the way, Phantom. by the way, that's a story in native Patrick McGowan. It is Patrick McGowan. Patrick McGowan. It is. Patrick McGowan was born just like a maybe a mile from here. He really? was he was born in Astoria, story Queens. Yes. Not a number. I'm a human being. Not a number. I'm a free man. <laughs> wait, so, wait. So the comic Phantom was not big in America. It was, I mean, it was, uh, it was marketed big, but it didn't do very well. All right, all right. You guys missed out. I forgot. <laughs> I saw the movie. I don't Catherine think I missed Zane out on Jones anything. Jones and Christy Swanson are the female leads in that movie. Well, there you go. At 7-Eleven, I bought a large Slurpee when I was a kid when that movie was out, and they gave me a phantom ring. And it was one of those rings where there was like a, a cutout on the back, and you could bend it open to the size of your, your finger. The skeleton island yeah, ring. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I've never. I'm so excited. Well, I've never met anyone this into the Phantom. It's huge in Sweden. It's huge. Didn't know. I did not know. The the vintage 1996 Phantom movie ring is currently on eBay for two dollars and ninety nine cents plus four dollars shipping. The actual one. And there you can see. No, no, no. You can see the back. I'm talking about. You can see where you pull. I know this is great for radio, but man, that was it. Yeah. You know we're gonna get sent ten of those now. I hope so. Guys, yeah, send us your phantom rings. Please send us all of, oh, all of your phantom rings. Three dollars. Oh, the phantom. Apparently, Joel Schumacher did not get the job of directing the movie The Phantom. He he was turned down. Oh wow! Wow. One last phantom no wonder. story. My my buddy Alex Skadek, he got it with me, and he used to wear it. He used to just yell "Phantom" and punch me as hard as he could. <laughs> he would just hit me, and it, Alex was like one of the few people at my school that was bigger and stronger than I was, and it would hurt like hell. And I'd go home and take a shower, and I'd see these like skull-shaped bruises on my arm. He'd yell oh. "Phantom" before he hit He'd yell, you. "Phantom," and then punch me as hard as he could. Phantom punch. <laughs> Oh Flat man, bringing back a lot of good memories. Thank you, oh, Billy Zane Lashunta. Wow! All right. Wow. Well, sorry, listeners. <laughs> Bruce Campbell almost played the Phantom. What? What? Oh, then it still wouldn't have been successful. Uh, well, what did you? Uh, what did you say to him? You were like, uh, yeah, we "We're here remember. meeting Arab Paqual to go over some uh, some academic stuff, archaeological." Ac- yeah, ar- archaeological academic stuff. We know he's an expert in a field that is of concern to us, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, we know that this is a, an establishment that he frequents. Right, he's a drunk. And then I, he's the a one, non-drunk. The one lie that I said was that we were supposed to meet him here, which right. we are not. Right, 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 which is a total lie. <laughs> but it was what's one little lie? The royal yeah. we, right? Yeah. What is your bluff bonus? If I was representing uh, the university, <laughs> <laughs> the university it would be uh, my bluff bonus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, bonus. Yes, what did I say? 
Uh, it's a minus one. Oh, that's why I wouldn't use the word bonus. <laughs> bonus. I, I would say a penalty. Par- What's my party blow face. penalty? Party <laughs> face, Dax. Party <laughs> face, <laughs> the robot. The robot. Why are we letting the robot take the take the lead in these situations? <laughs> I just thought it would be funny. I had this image in my head of Dax, the android, like Getting walking into this killed. thug bar. Being a deceptive being, robot. Yeah, and just being like, we are looking for this person. You know what I mean? In like yeah. a place where you're supposed to be as deceptive <laughs> right. as possible. Does anyone know anybody? Yeah, yeah, he's like calls down the bar. He's like, what about you? Do you know him? And they're just like, uh, you're going to die before you get out of the bar. I keep picturing Data from Star Trek Next Generation, like yeah. trying to in the do something in the same situation like trying to lie to someone like right. a, I can imagine it coming right. off the same way yeah, they never send him in to like pull off a, yeah, a go, deceptive <laughs> yeah. maneuver like. go, go pull a trick <laughs> 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 well, I mean, you were tied up, man. That's, this is Friss's territory. I was busy. I was looking busy at with, her yeah. self-inflicted maybe wounds Ugh. on herself and not pushing it. She was very sick. And also, in my defense, I thought it would be a really good idea to force a combat because I really wanted to play it's been a while. tactical combat. <laughs> yeah. It had been take, too long for me. Take these third-level characters out for a spin. I get, I get itchy. We, they've been third-level for so long, we haven't done anything. You haven't earned a single point of XP. <laughs> <laughs> really saving the career of that racist professor and that's no XP? No, you lost XP for that. Oh, no. We're back down to level two. The Sorry, this has never happened before. I need you to take away some of your powers. But it's funny, like, we're playing it now the way I, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2. So it's like, I've just been riding my horse for three hours. I have to shoot someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who it is. Right. I'm shooting right. the next person I see. I'm shooting. Not going to lie, Skid. That's kind of how I'm playing right now. <laughs> well, Billy Zane touches his belt buckle. <laughs> Let's jump to Billy, Billy Zane. <laughs> and this is the most work he's had in years. He might be a listener, you know? He could be. He if might be Bill- a Patreon supporter. If Billy Zane is a listener, I will send him a personal apology. A handwritten apology. You heard it here first, I, Billy. I mean, Do you know how much Matthew would kill to have Billy Zane act in the city and the city and the city. He would pay oh, man. so there much money. Two women in that play. That's I know. In drag, it'd be incredible. It'd be like a kids in the hall throwback. There's nothing oh, Billy Zane can't do on stage. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. He's a master of transformation. Honestly, He's the Bella Lugosi of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ellie, it sounded like you were going yes, to say please. something. No, what were you going nice. to say? I mean, I'm just saying that Christmas is coming up, and if Matthew <laughs> can find Billy Zane because he's a fan... Then I want to be the messenger, and I want him to dress up as the Phantom. As the Phantom. <laughs> In the same leggings. I mean, that he's for sure growing out. No, 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 like, Troy. Little trousers. <laughs> little trousers. I need you to understand, Troy. It's picture a very athletic man mm-hmm. in a very in a bodysuit, blue bodysuit, with his panties outside. Oh. Red panties, I'm, like I'm banana hammock. It. That's Superman. You're describing Superman. <laughs> no skid. <laughs> no, it, it, it sounds bald. In a vacuum, you're describing Superman. The Phantom was wearing purple, to be fair. Oh, that's true. Not red. <laughs> uh, all right, so he looks at you after clicking his belt buckle that only Kreska sees and says, Oh, well, good luck finding him. And walks away. What do you do? Uh, I mean, Dax is a little... Uh, he, 
he didn't he doesn't see the button i'm assuming nope he rolled low so he he just kind of turns and looks to the other guys like shakes his head did i did frisk see anything just corrected no because frisk was dealing with uh, i'm dealing PG. with pg so yeah. uh Kreska will... We're all standing kind of next to each other, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kreska will quickly reach out and, and just, like, grab Friss's shoulder and send a mind link to him of the, the image of Billy Zane touching his belt pocket. Let's show it to Billy Zane. Uh, to me? Yeah. Oh. And, like, boom, like, it's downloaded immediately to Friss. And he's just like, oh. And he, like, whips around and turns him and he says, Hey, Billy Zane! <laughs> <laughs> what you touch your belt buckle for? Whoa. He just kind of stops. He's got his back to you. <laughs> a band, a jazz, band strikes a jazz <laughs> canis and a, a New Orleans funeral breaks out. <laughs> a brass band. Didn't know that was the didn't know that was the music that was coming. <laughs> really <laughs> terrible sound. You hear that, Billy Zane? That is the sound of your funeral coming I'll find out. Other <laughs> uh, what we needed there was like a gun. That would have been awesome. And so he stops with his back to you. Walking away towards the door, and he just looks over his shoulder. And it's like, don't you worry about what I did. Maybe I had an itch. Maybe you asked too many questions. You and your friends. Either way, I'm as good as gone. I don't believe we're finished. Well, I am. How about we buy you a drink? Ain't thirsty. Some bar nuts, then. I'm walking outside now. Perhaps you're not put it, picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, I'm picking it up. And I'm throwing it in the trash. There's no reason to be so hostile. You wouldn't like us when we're hostile. I assure you. Well, then feel free to follow me outside. But then, maybe tomorrow, five people will be missing from whatever organization you were from. And he just walked towards the door <laughs> as this stupid music kicks in. <laughs> Turn this down. <laughs> and he just keeps walking towards the door. That's what that you are out of control. Just oh turn the volume down. I was trying to find something better. It ruined the whole scene. I feel like we need to replay it with the correct music. What's the correct music? Just hop something. All right. I feel so bad for Troy. Like disappearing from sight. Should we follow this guy? Or I, I would we... like to follow him. I mean, yeah. He starts I to pick up too. his pace and gets out the door. Oh, come on. Can Maybe I roll someone, perception? Do you want me to follow him? Dax will turn to uh, Mishan. I think someone's stealthy should follow Captain him. Captain K. I'd like to cast a tech thought on him as he leaves. Ah. Oh. oh. She has All right. that. What's the, uh, what's 60 the will? 60 range, and the will save is going to be a oh. 14. Got to fail. Fail. Oh. Uh-oh. Let's get some jazz music going. So surface level <laughs> thoughts, I should know where he's going. He should be thinking about where he's headed to right. or what he's doing. Right. He, you hear in his head, they better have got the message and got there in time. They better have gotten the message and got there in time. 
I use um, my uh, <laughs> I use my my telepathic abilities to share this message with the rest of the group. Carol's going to say after him. PG's like there was never defined there. What's there? Out loud. <laughs> I'm sorry that the antecedent to the pronoun is undefined. <laughs> you geek. <laughs> uh, Dax is going to hustle after him. Yes. So you just Tresco will go. We'll go as well. So you burst out the door onto the street. And is everyone going? Yeah, yep. I think PG's going to muster. PG's, yeah, Friss is going to like grab. Is it come on, your big colobus monkey? And like grabs her by the <clears> hand <throat> and like pulls her outside. So you get outside. Pull yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little dark out, but there's plenty of light from the, the neon signs in the Gateway District. Is it raining? It, ra- it rains constantly. It in rains Castorville. constantly in Castorville. It does, yeah. yeah there's so, like constant storms and crazy tides. We'll that it, I can do. We'll say it is raining. <laughs> uh, just as long as there's no rain music. <laughs> you get out there, and I imagine you all tumble out onto the street into the rain, starting to pour down, and you just see that there's really no one around. It's a little too quiet. Oh, boy. Mm. And this is like a a sketchy neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Port authority. Port, port, yeah, yeah. Beer authority. And there's alleyways and different corridors, right? Yeah, alleyways off in every direction. Okay. Who has the best perception in the group? Plus seven. Plus nine. Eight. Jeez. So you beat Dax, everyone? <laughs> I'm plus one. All right. So you're, not a wi- you're, not a, you're not a wise man, Dax. Yeah, but you don't have a 23 wisdom. What? That's weird. All right, does anybody roll a perception? I can roll perception. Yeah, let's all do it. Yep. Oof. Terrible roll. Garbage. You can roll a natural 20. 10. Uh, 19. Uh, 15. Uh, 12. 12. All right, so... You guys come out, and immediately your eyes are peeling everywhere, and maybe PG is the last one to stumble out. And PG, you see a cluster of boxes up ahead to the left, and two antennae kind of twitch out from behind it. Oh. And a gun <gasps> aimed directly at you. Oh. Roll for initiative. Yeah. Initiative time. Initiative. Roll. <laughs> Roll it. Map. Ooh. It's like it's an old fashioned RPG. Fancy. Let's talk initiative here. Uh, let's start with PG. Nine. Nine for PG. Mm. What about Dax? Thirteen. Ooh, thirteen for Dax. Kreska, mm. Captain K. Three. Oh dear. Um, Yoon. Eleven. Eleven and. Oh, no, no, please. Uh, ten. Wow. Oh boy. Ten. I really. Wow. Pretty pretty bad. Initiative not, not is great. pretty much pretty the poor. only good thing about my character. And I rolled <laughs> garbage. And you rolled the highest of anyone in your group. <laughs> garbage. You can run really fast, too. Yeah. A run away. <laughs> <laughs> so fast. Well, oh, man. for the first time in book two, it's a combat. How it's we, an encounter. How do we think this is going to go? It, went, it ended so well the last time. Yeah, yeah. Last time someone uh, died. 
We killed them. You killed them. <laughs> Died at your own hands. These enemies are at an extreme advantage here. They both have cover. You see two, Yeah, there are two enemies on the board right now. Uh, you can't really see them. However, PG sees them. They are ducked behind boxes. They're gaining a little bit of cover. Little, little, little cavoni. Uh, Don't ever say that again, please. So, please. The one that PG saw is up and to the right, a little bit farther away. There's also one to the left behind the boxes, which. You know, basically, as this as it ha- as this happens, you see them both jump out and start firing. Okay, so they're both and neither of them is Billy Zane. Neither of them that you can see is Billy Zane. Oh, and are the no. boxes roughly like a couple feet high? Uh, so if boxes- you stood at full height, you'd be easily hittable. You have to crouch to be behind them. Uh, or are the boxes? Five, no, six the, feet the, high. the boxes are providing them with full cover, basically. They're and they don't cover. have to crouch to get that. No, they don't have to crouch to get that. So they're, they're shooting around a curve, basically. No, because he can't do that. They've got to step out. So basically, gotcha. when PG rolled that perception, he stepped out. And he is going to fire at PG. Well, come at me, bro. With an azimuth <laughs> laser pistol and misses. Beautiful. Oh. Beautiful. Then, in the distance... Billy Zane comes out. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been wanting to kill this guy my entire life. Oh, this guy. The galloping phantom. <laughs> Billy Zane's pretty far away. Um, he's like like behind some buildings to the right, another uh, establishment perhaps. He's pretty far away, but he's got a clean shot on Dax. First thing he's going to try and do is a trick attack. <gasps> He's an operative. Yes. He is. And he failed for the nice. trick attack. Good. So Good. now Good. he will Good. just uh, shoot azimuth laser pistol, and he misses yeah. with the azimuth, and it is Dax's turn. Boom! That flies by you, so now you know where all three of these enemies are. Uh, all right. Dax is going to move up move 35 up the, feet. The boxes there. Move up to the boxes, guy, yeah. so he's going to have cover from the other two guys to his left. Yep. But a clear shot on the leader. You know? And uh, he'll fire at him with his azimuth artillery laser. Yeah. Azimuth. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, that is uh, 17 against EAC. 17. That is a hit. Yes. Oh, yes. beautiful. Yeah. Kill this guy. Come on. Come on, Dak. There we go. Uh, yeah. 11 points of fire, Dak. <laughs> All right. He is still going, but that definitely hurt him. Billy Zane. Billy Zane does not like that. Uh, (laughs) It is the other guy's turn. Um, So he comes around and uh, gets a shot off at Kreska. First goes to the trick attack. Misses on the trick attack. Just a regular shot. I've rolled three fours. Every one of my attacks have been fours. Uh, So now it is Meishun's turn. All right, Meishun is going to streak forward 30 feet. Oh, the shun! The extent of her move action to get right into, right up in the grill of the first Lashunta behind that box. Oh, man, you really do get up right up in the biz. She's going Jolting to... surge going right to... on oh, this guy. Oh, is go. that like a touch? You're like, that pff, is a touch. Oh, Shocking no. grass. Oh, oh, baby. No. Oh, no. Oh, Cracked die. Is a 12 on the die for a total of a 15 to hit. That is a hit. Yes. All right, 46. Beautiful. It's a bold move. Just running right up in his business. Uh, we are talking 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage? She's, She's just like done. slapping him right across the face with this like shocking <laughs> spell. Wow, it's good to be back on a map, huh? Yeah. This is yeah. nice. This is fun. We don't even do this in uh, the DCP anymore. Do you not? Uh, is that a spell? Yes. And does it not provoke an attack of opportunity? Well, he's holding a gun show. Secondly, it gotcha. does not. 
I you win this was... round, Grant. Starfinder thing. <laughs> it is Dr. Friss's turn. Uh, Dr. Friss is... How far away is Billy Zane? Billy Zane is pretty... What is that, about 50 feet and oh, behind yeah. cover? More yeah. than that. Okay. More than that. You're uh, close to... Uh, you're about 20 feet away from the guy that just fired at Kreska. Okay. Kreska's to your left. PG's to your right. Uh, Mayshun ran up past PG to this one guy. Dax is on the other side of the box near Mayshun and that first guy that shot. And then Billy Zane is uh, pretty close to uh, just running out of here. Okay. Friss is going to level his gaze at the one closest to him. Okay. And he's going to do a sense motive so he can try to do a trick attack. Okay. Do you want to get up past Kreska to avoid, like, that cover that Kreska's provided? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would like to do that if I can. So we'll move up. Yeah, like ten drawing feet. Slide over ten feet. Slide over ten feet. That slick rain-soaked cement. Yes. Drawing his semi-auto pistol from his shoulder holster while he does. And looks at him, sees what he plans, and... Fails. Uh, that's a 17. 17 is a fail. It's DC 20 plus, plus the, the CR, uh, right? The CR, okay, right. Yeah, that's so he doesn't get the trick attack, but he fires off a round. If it was CR negative 3, you would have uh, got it. Oh, too bad. 21 to hit. 21, that's a hit. AC, all right. Beautiful. All and three have been hit now. That is five points of damage. Doom. We're starting out well. There's no rust here. Not too no bad. Rust. Not a lot Not of ring bad. rust. Uh, these are all the actual pawns, too, which is nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, Courtesy cool. of the Starfinder Pawn Collection, which, while I will praise, does have some surprising pawns in here, like a Muhali pawn <laughs> and an Alabian's 21 2 yeah, because uh, Yeah, but, no, because I think people <laughs> do their uh, their role play with pawns. Really? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe like that's like playing with dolls. What's <laughs> <laughs> no, Well, that way that. you're never yeah, sure yeah. if the combat's going to break out. <laughs> right. What's wrong with that is Matthew yeah, maybe. zips up his bag. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were being understanding. <laughs> well, what if somebody's like, he said, what about Formians? And they want to start a fight with yeah, Alabian's right. 21 yeah. guess, But why would you just shoot Professor Muhali. Uh, <laughs> because she forged that document. It was you. Uh, all right. Speaking of PG, we weren't talking about her, but PG, it's your turn. Right. I love that. I love that intro. Um, uh, so PG is going to attack um, also the one that uh, Frisk attacked, the one that shot at Kreska. All right. Do you want to move up standing in front of Kreska so you have a nice clean shot? I'm assuming you're trying a ranged attack. Yeah. So I don't have a clean shot right now. No. Well, let me see here. No, if it's going to get a little bit of If she cover. takes a five-foot step. Yeah, sure. if you can take a five-foot step, and then it's not a move action, well, and then you're just a straight line. I was hoping to do something else with my move action, but okay, I will do that instead. A guarded step? A guarded step. Okay. I'll, I'll do a guarded step so I can have a, get a clean shot, and then I'm going to shoot. Shoot! With this my is PG's ooh. first ranged attack. First action. As a member ever. of the podcast, Yay. everybody. Hey. Hey. Welcome, PG. Come on, well, PG. let's wait on clapping until we hear the see the roll. Yes. Ooh. Natty 18. Ooh. Yeah. Best one yet. Uh, so 21. That is a hit. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautifully PG. done. This guy just got crunched by Friss. What do you got? Ooh. Yes. Um, seven. Max damage. Seven max damage. Nice. nice. Beautiful PG. So Friss nice. slides over, gets a shot off, and then PG, guarded step forward, fires off as well. What kind of weapon are you using there, PG? Uh, arc pistol static. In the rain, and it is Kreska to round out the round. So Kreska, seeing that her uh, her two compadres have this guy well in hand, is going to charge for thirty feet. Okay, so she's got a she's got Billy Zane within sight. Uh, okay, oh, she's just going forward thirty. Yep, yep. 
And, and another guy jumps out. No. <laughs> and she's going to mind thrust Billy Zane. Nice. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on. You did, Billy Zane. No, so didn't I mention did. there's another did. box in the way? Please roll a will save. No, I don't want to. I'm going to use a bottle cap. Uh, oh, shit. Another four. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. nothing but fours. Yes. Oh, uh, that's, that's a fail. So you take nine points of damage. Oh, God. I, Your brain wow. hurts. Uh, all right. He's still alive. Uh, he's still alive, but he's not in good shape. Uh, he, burn. God, that he sucks. It's round two. Uh, it is the one right next to uh, Mei Shun. Come and get it, sucker. Mei Shun, what do you have for a weapon out right now? I have my azimuth laser pistol, my anchoring azimuth laser pistol. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Okay, so here's what he's going to do. Uh, damn it! I don't. I want to get back behind that box, but I kind of want to switch weapons. Uh, what difference does it make? No, he's just gonna point the gun right at you <laughs> and fire. Okay. Natural one. These incompetent smugglers. <laughs> that is fantastic. Natural one. That is amazing. Oh. Oh, that's a fan fumble. God, that's a that is a fan that fumble. That is a fan fumble. Shit, it's a fan fumble. Straight from the pages of our Patreon to you. <laughs> all right, this all oh, this one is from friend of the pod, Andrew Moore's. Oh, Andrew, 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 what's up, buddy? He says he's from the city of champions. Jerk, <laughs> Pittsburgh. I didn't know he was from Boston. Uh, his uh, all right. This one is I can't do it, ma. The reality of the hardships you face has overwhelmed you. Hey, he is a thug. He yeah. Yeah. thug life. He's had a tough life. Uh, you missed your shot ne- just now, and it feels like a metaphor for your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> you are unable to do anything but move while sobbing uncontrollably for 1d4 rounds. Wow. A successful will save shortens the length by half, minimum one round. Uh, so will right. save is against uh, Mason's EAC. Uh, against your EAC, it was going to be a 15. That is a fail. Yeah. Oh, so right. so, 1d4 rounds. So with he, his, he still has a move action, so he just, he just kind of flees. <laughs> and he just kind of runs, like, behind the box. <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, uh, hell yeah. Why didn't you love me? Daddy, no. Daddy, no. Uh, Billy Zane's turn. Uh, that is the actual pawn there. And if you look at it, it looks just like Billy Zane. Oh, wow. Uh, with antenna. With antenna, yep. It, uh, he Can is I, going to... <laughs> you just want to move my piece. <laughs> Get your hands off that guy! Don't you touch Billy Zane's trousers! <laughs> just wants a closer look at a tiny Billy Zane. <laughs> he is going to uh, now attempt to no going in going to the mine no of oh, Dax. No. I refuse. So Dax, oh, we'll save. You get come hacked. on, Dax. I know. Come on, Dax. Get willful. Get willful. Get willful. Get willful with it. Nah, 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 nah. Ah, 14. You're all right. Yeah. All right. This isn't his best thing. So he tries that, and then uh, he steps back behind the the building there. Uh, So he is basically takes 15 feet uh, step back, so he is out of Kreska's sight. Uh, you guys can't see him at this point. Right, yeah, still, we don't know what he did, but he he's moved. still on the map. Beyond the wall. Uh, and it is Dax's turn. Dax, you felt something, like, try and wriggle into your mind, yeah. and you shook it off. Uh, he, Yeah, he shakes it off. I'm sorry, that was ineffective. And he's going to move 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And you can see the guy now around the corner. Yeah. He's about 25 feet away. Mm-hmm. And I already moved 25 feet. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, yep, he's going to move... Uh, 30, 35, he's going to move 40 feet. So he's going to move to within 10 feet of this guy. Yeah. And he'll fire again. Oh, yeah. Roll a perception check. Oh. Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. Can I, I'd like to roll a perception. Okay. <laughs> Before I take that shot. Let that be a really good roll. 14. Okay. Uh, you notice, you, you, as you walk towards him, you like, click, 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 you stepped on his pistol. He dropped he's it as arms. he stepped back and pulled out this crazy-looking knife. Oh. And he's like... Holding it as you're coming at him. Really? That's all you see. Go ahead and do what you want to do. Uh, you know what? Dax is just going to level the artillery laser at him. And he's going to say, freeze. Stop where you stand. And just try to get him to, to, to stop. Uh, intimidation roll. Okay. Roll intimidate. Uh, <laughs> this never works. But maybe natural twan zoning for an adjusted 19. Natural one. <laughs> This guy has valuable info, man. <laughs> he just looks at you. <laughs> and his knife is like yum, yum. you see like fire kind of zip around. Oh wow. And you know that's coming for you. Uh, and you have also blocked Kreska's line of sight were she to move up and try and do something cool. It is the guy who really is had now to dig that in, huh? Ten feet away from Friss. And Friss is pretty much all alone. PG is about 20 feet away, about 10 feet in front of the door to the five arches. Uh, but Friss slid up there in the rain to get close to this dude. Now, this dude is in bad shape because he got hit by Friss and PG. But now he's got a straight beat on Friss. First, he'll try a trick attack. Natural two. Yeah. Wow. Get that out of the way. Wow. And see if he can hit with an azimuth laser pistol. I'm ready to throw this die in the trash. That's going to be uh, 17 EAC. Uh, that is a hit. That is a hit. So just boom at point blank range. Max damage. Ooh. That's five points of damage. Okay. And then he steps behind the boxes to get uh, away from you guys. Okay. Um... And now, it is May Shun's turn. Quit running, punk. Runs right up to him, rolls a 19 on another shocking grass. Yeah. Oh, so you just, the guy who ran away from you who's crying. Me, <laughs> He's crying. I know. It feels good to kill. Four, five. Oh God. Uh, n- nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. <laughs> His tears start to give him bonus uh, damage. Um... All right, still kicking, and it is Dr. Friss's turn. Uh, okay, so that guy who just shot at me, I was like, the, the was a laser? Yeah. So that laser just, just like, slices through my lab coat to, like, my arm. And, like, I move to, like, get a clear shot at him. Yep, ten feet over, keep sliding, and now you're straight looking on him at this tight little alley between the boxes. And I'm going to try to do another sense motive to sense, try to figure out, like, what his next move will be. Uh, that is a 23. 23. That is going to work. Okay. And then I'm going to fire, and that is going to be a 15 against KAC. That'll hit. Okay. All right. Awesome. Beautiful. So that is... Ooh. Oh, man. All right. So that is 
14 total points of damage. Oh, holy what? shit! And he's dead. Yeah. Oh my so god! It's come up, it's come up, it's just like, oh! And it comes up and walks right up to him, it's like, boom! Like, shoots him right between the eyes. Oh. Blowing his brains out all over the pavement behind him. Yeah. <laughs> just lands. Don't you come out of the trencher! Lands in the rain, and a pool of blood forms uh, around a puddle that his body just fell into. It is PG's turn. One down, two to go. PG, you are all alone. I want to come after Billy Zane. Oh, it's a long Ooh. run. Yep, so what, I, will, what? I will waste my turn to run as fast Double as What's your movement speed? 25, though, so okay. that's why okay. I'm very slow. All right, so like you take a the long way home. Seven foot gigantic legs. <laughs> so you just lumber up towards uh, the alley that Billy Zane ran down. Kreska, finish this round for us. Uh, Kreska is going to double move to get as close to Billy Zane as possible. Okay. And what's your movement speed? 30 feet. And then when she gets there, she's going to say, you're outnumbered. And we're a lot better at this than you. <laughs> Drop your weapons and we'll let you live. Can I roll an intimidate, or is that just going to be flavor? Uh, sure. <laughs> Natural that, that 20. Well. Sa- save Dax from the knife. 22. 22. Oh. Uh, he kind of looks at Kreska, looks at Dax, looks at Kreska, looks at Dax. And PG. And PG is there now. Uh, She's scary. He's not. She's scary. And he He's just, not. <laughs> we just saw his buddy get his brains blown out all over the street, too. So. Yeah, I wonder. Can he see that? No, they're pretty far there? away, they're but he pre- probably saw his brains fly by. He may have yeah. seen chunks of brain matter. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, Skull fragments. That was your buddy's brain matter. <laughs> just to update Yeah, if, if he didn't see it, Kreska wanted to be wanted very track. clear. I wanted to make sure he knew right. what the situation was. That was my buddy. My buddy's brain? No, my buddy. Uh, we weren't really friends. <laughs> well, with one guy... Just a co-worker. With one guy crying, uh, and then this guy just not sure what's going on. He, he hears the tears. He thinks that maybe his friend is dead. He's got this crazy knife. He doesn't want to die here. He's like, what, what do you know about this guy, Pakal? We know next to nothing about him, only that he is an academic of sorts, but has a mysterious past. One which does not make sense. Are you cops? Are you going to turn me in? No, we are most certainly not cops. Who are you? Who do you work Dax for? Dax looks suspiciously at the wire on his chest. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Not then like, he looks slowly like to left wire. and right. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Are you wearing a wire? No, we are not cops. Who do you work for? We work for the university. We are here to I- investigate an archaeological site. We are here on an academic mission. We have no interest in law enforcement. Look at me. Do I look like a cop? And then that's when you say, That's what a cop would say! <laughs> <laughs> if you are, you have to tell him. <laughs> well, remember, I mean, I mean, Dax is here is like, you know. Right. He's all kind of punked out. You let me out of here. I'll talk. You pull any funny business. I'll take you out right now. Lower that knife. I lower this gun. You lower the gun, I'll lower the knife. And tell your lizard friend to back off and the monkey too. I can kill you with my mind. See? Both of you put your yeah. weapons away. That's cop talk! PG raises, <laughs> PG raises all three of her guns. Points Ooh. at him. I can't trust you. You don't work for university. I know you're full of shit. He is full of shit. We're Starfinders. Starfinders. 
I knew it. And he goes to stab. Come on, oh, dude. No. Uh, what are you, you're busting up my shit, <laughs> man. He's a crazy ass no. knife. No, he didn't. We're fu- we would have been fine. <laughs> 23 to hit. Yeah, and I it, it, I moved the damage to Cresswell. <laughs> well, I, could, I could heal you, but now you're going to be a dick about it. <laughs> oh, God. Two max damage. You oh. take six points of damage. And you feel like whatever that flame was didn't affect you when it hit into you, but you definitely saw some sort of flame encircling it. It did not cause any fire damage to you. Weird. It sticks it right in you, and now he's like twisting the knife, and it's your turn, Dex. Uh, Dex is going to low. I mean, he's got this artillery laser uh, on a on a strap, right? Like around his shoulders. Yeah. He's just going to let it go, let it drop, and grab his um, uh, tactical baton. Okay. Pull it out and try to whack this guy non-lethally uh, on the head. Okay. Try to knock him out. Uh, that is a 21. That's against a hit. KC. Nice. He's in bad shape. Yeah, and he does the seven bust. points of non-lethal. Nice. And you knock him unconscious. Yeah! yeah. Just boosh in the rain, just right over the side of the I skull. I love it. I love it. And the other guy is just crying, and so he can't do anything, right, because he failed? Uh, you know, it's 1d4 rounds, so right. you only did one round. So if you want to roll it, if you roll a one. Yeah, he, for this round, he's still crying, but he can't do anything. He can, right? move. He can move. He can move. So he can <laughs> double move if you just want him to run away. Uh, but he's crying, so he just slowly yeah, moves like down uh, yeah, down this the alley point. towards this Billy Zane. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know why. I've made terrible mistakes. Uh, and it is Meishan's turn. Uh, Meishan's eyes glaze over, and she just says... Initiating Omega Protocol, and she fires at this crying man, even though he's fires kind of defensive. Twice. Oh no! Oh. The first attack is going to be a uh, eight. Uh, sorry, eighteen to hit. Hit. The second attack is going to be a twelve to hit. Uh, against what? Cack or Ack? Uh, Cack. That's a miss. Okay, here we go. Uh, four points of damage. And he just. <laughs> And he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I should turn him out. You did the last word you hear is like, maybe I will turn my life. <laughs> <laughs> you Thank you, Andrew Moores. All right. Uh, nice job. All right. So this dude, uh, Billy Zane looking motherfucker, the Lashunta is unconscious. The other two men. Bread Isle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture, and killer nutrition. This isn't bread. This is bread amplified. Dead. Shall we get into someplace dry? A couple of minutes later, uh, Mike McCoy and... Uh, <laughs> Oh, right. They were following us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Zanzibar. What was no, his Zephalu. name? Zephalu. Zephalu. Oh, I forget. Fluberton. Okay. We're, so, we're so good at this. <laughs> I wrote it down. Wienerhead. Oh, Duffalo. Wienerhead. Duffalo. No, no. That's the other Opposite. Guy. No, that was the Oh, I did detective. write this down, actually. Duffalo Zanzibar? No. Duffalo. Zephalu. Hold on. No, it was Duffalo. Dumbledore? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I wrote it down. I wrote it down, too. Heffalump Dumbledore? And he was the human. Mike McCoy was the tentacled alien. <laughs> right. <laughs> McCoy is a tentacle alien and Duffalo something. Uh, it's not Duffalo. We're friendly with him. Yeah, Duffalo. Uh, yeah. Officer Duffalo and Officer McCoy. That's our last day on the force, as I Duffalo. remember. Right. No, they have two, day- they have two, two days. two days left. Sorry. It's like, what happened? We missed it. We heard something on the wire. <laughs> <laughs> is everybody all right? 
Uh, My wife's got supper ready. Two of these criminals. She's <laughs> <laughs> cooking it up on a houseboat. She's got, she's got a pot roast. I can't wait to retire and sail the world on a houseboat with my, my beautiful wife. I promised her. My sweet, sweet pension. Just got to make it through the night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dak's going to say... Uh, <laughs> I named it the unstoppable pension. <laughs> Retrieval. Uh, well, I mean, they can see the two dead bodies, and he's just going to yeah. say, this one needs to be cuffed. He's been knocked unconscious. All right. Cuffle of McCoy. And McCoy ambles up with the tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he cuffs him, and they kind of... Search, we search, his, we search his, uh, his person. Search his person. You find a tactical baton. Uh, you find, obviously, the azimuth laser pistol that was under Dax's feet. Uh, he's wearing uh, freebooter armor. Oh. I'm not familiar with that. I have seen it, but I don't know. I've heard of it. He's got a cred stick on his person worth 50 credits, but the uh, now the cops are here, and they, you can't take that. Uh, that would be frowned upon. Can we uh, take the knife? You can take the knife. Uh, roll a... Hmm. A Shun check. What? Uh, how about a... a I want to say high... What would be the... Uh, the check for this for like uh, for no, hybrid items. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's, it's still, still magical. Or it's still mysticism, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can do mysticism. It might not even be uh, not not hybrid. What what are the checks? Physical science. Yeah, roll physical science. Yay! I don't got that. PG. I have thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, I got a 27. 27. That's a lot better. I'm going to read the text for this because... Ha! In your face. It's pretty cool. Uh, and I can imagine Friss read this somewhere in, like, uh, a journal. Popular science. Uh, it's called an Inferno <laughs> Knife. Uh, not all oh. developments in military technology are successful. Originally designed to be a perfect survival tool, the Inferno Knife combines the cutting prowess of a survival knife with the virtues of a lighter and a road flare. By squeezing one trigger, the user can inject a small stream of fuel from the hilt's reservoir onto the blade's tip, and a secondary trigger can ignite it, creating a small torch to signal others or light campfires. This product's launch, <laughs> this product's launch was disastrous, <laughs> and users logged hundreds of complaints about the knives' needless complexity. As a result, Inferno knives have flooded the market and become showy weapons for criminals and performers. Uh, Though timing the blade's ignition in combat remains an unpredictable art. Uh, it only happens on crits. Okay, uh, that's uh, funny. It's a fourth-level okay. basic melee weapon with the analog and operative special properties. Oh, awesome. It deals 1d4 slashing. Oh, I, I get operative... I'm an operative. Yeah, I don't know if that gives you any, any bonuses. or oh, I and, I, and I can use it, too. It's basically operative just means you can use your dex bonus yeah, to yeah. attack with it. Oh, in great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it does 1d4 slashing and has the uh, 1d6 burn critical hit. It costs 2,100 credits and has light bulk. It uses petrol as fuel. Right now, it contains enough fuel to remain lit for one hour, shedding light in a 20-foot radius. That's Each great. critical hit reduces the remaining duration by five minutes. <laughs> uh, this is ridiculous. It's, such <laughs> a stu- it's just so funny that it was, like, disastrous at yeah, launch. <laughs> and now it's just, like, a joke among low-level thugs. But it's still a lot better than a knife. Oh, it's better than a tactical baton. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and I believe operative, so it means you can use your dex bonus to attack with it, but for an operative, it means you can use trick attack. And I can do trick attack with it. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, I couldn't do that, but I can use the dex bonus. Well, I'm probably, I'm less likely to get up into someone's face, but I think 
Yeah, I mean, I would take it if you don't want it, but you can, I'm you can, fine either way. You can take it. You can take it. You can have it on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Yes. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, so the rain is enough to kind of uh, wake him up a little bit. He's, I oh, imagine he's sitting. I wanted, to, I wanted to slap him across the face a couple times. Uh, so yeah. the rain's starting to wake him up, and then Kreska comes and just <laughs> knocks, him. knocks him unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and now he's permanently <laughs> dead. <laughs> he died with all the information. <laughs> um you mind thrust slap him. Ah, ah. Uh, so, yeah, he's just sitting against this wall with his hands behind his back, cuffed in the rain. He's got blood on his cheeks. I warned you. I knew you were cops. They're cops. We're not. Good to see you, McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy. He goes by the name of Twonus N. That's right. I can talk if it'll... Uh, Ease my sentence. I didn't kill nobody. I didn't hurt nobody. What do you say, McCoy? We go back a long time. From what I hear, you're two days from retirement. <laughs> How about for old time's sake, you, you you let this one slide, and I'll give you some information. McCoy looks at you guys. What do you think? His friends are dead. It's fine by me. He's a pretty low-level smuggler, but he might be able to give you some intel. Let's see what he has to say, then. We could always lie and still book him for charges later. <laughs> that sounds unethical. Yes, I, I have to question the structure of the criminal justice system on this planet. This is my collar! All right, all right. <laughs> my collar. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> <A> good collar. This <laughs> uh, close to retirement, you should be allowed to do whatever you want, so that's, that's definitely how it works. The, the closer you are to retirement, the more, the more unethical and unilaterally you can act. <laughs> You're talking about this, uh, Arab Pakal. What do you want to know? Where is he? Who is he? Who is he? Some <laughs> male Karasha Lashunta. He came to us and we helped him secure travel documents for 15 individuals. 15? Whoa! This would permit them to use the local portals to reach Turhalu Point, <gasps> Nukalam. When was this? Just a couple days ago. Most he was of launching the, an expedition? I don't know. Most of the visas were counterfeit, and it included three fake IDs for Port Authority employees to help move their equipment. There was Pakal and this sick-looking Kasatha he was with. They had legit academic visas, but we had to make some minor adjustments to them. To be honest, we had doubts about this Pakal. Like maybe he was using an alias to avoid suspicion. But his money was good enough, so we didn't ask too many questions. He was with a Kasatha? Was it was Sultani a Kasatha? That's probably who he's talking about. Uh -huh. Yeah, she had Sultani. academic credentials. Is but he said she was sick-looking. I don't know if she just... I don't know if she was just beaten badly or was actually ill. What do you mean by sick? She just looked like she was messed up. Sick. Very, very sick. She could barely walk under her own power. Wasn't my business. We just secured their paperwork and helped them get all their uh, equipment through customs with no questions asked. Did you, did you have the impression that she was there willingly? To be honest, I didn't think too much about it. I just helped them get the stuff. They gave me the money. I got them the stuff. It was tricky because they had a lot of equipment with them. But 
What was the nature of the equipment? Looked like they were shipping a lot of firepower. Heavy gear. Talking like, uh... They had a Sheeran eye rifle with them. Hmm. And a pretty sizable comm unit that was disassembled into three bulky pieces. You know, we also had to secure special permits for transporting fungal spores. Hmm. Huh. She was sick. Exposure to whatever they were playing with, maybe? She also, like... She didn't remember signing off on the leave, so, like, was that something... Uh, I'm guessing... I'm thinking, like, maybe she was drugged. And she didn't remember, like, doing that. Can I, can I do, like, a medicine check just to... Against that theory? Yeah. Now, don't forget, it was Muhali that was like, I didn't... No, it was Muhali that's... Oh, 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 sorry. sorry yeah, sorry. yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I think you could probably do maybe, like, a... Like a life science check to see if that fungus is poisonous like it would make you sick just yeah around it. F- from what he knows of the, when he told us of the fungus would I know if I could see what I know about it oh for the fungus yeah um, yeah. yeah roll a uh, roll life science okay and I do have uh, my theme knowledge is life science so I get a minus five DC for my roll okay so, uh, that'd be a 17. Okay, and you were just, like, you're wondering if that has any connection to... If it's poisonous, if it's known to make it people w- sick. Yeah, if it would make, if, if it would have made her sick, or if it's, it's hazardous at all. No, I mean, obviously, without knowing the exact nature of the particular spores they were transporting, you wouldn't know, but it, 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 it doesn't sound related. Okay. Yeah. How does one get to where they're going? Maybe I can talk to you without the cops being around. I don't like talking in front of cops. McCoy, Buffalo, get out of here. <laughs> That's Duvalo. Just, can you give us five it's minutes? my collar. Can you give us five minutes? <laughs> my collar. He just keeps yelling. <laughs> sure, you, got you just said he's a low-level thug. <laughs> You're, you were about to let him go. You got a crime scene to process anyway. You're letting us sentence him. Give us five minutes. All right. Really? Come on, McCoy. <laughs> I love this. I love retiree. <laughs> Come on, McCoy. <laughs> slithers away. On Go get some donuts. You Leave want, us alone. You want to get to Turhalu Point? Yes. Maybe. You keep me alive. You don't turn me over to them. I'll get you papers. 300 credits each. I'll waive my normal fee, but I can't afford the 1,500 credits it's going to cost you for the visas. That's what my guy charges. There's no way around it. But I'll get you to Turalu Point. I think these cops are going to get you there. I think this university is going to get you there. Yes, I think they will. No, no, no. You, you want to use my guy, but you've got to get me out of here. You've got to get me out of here. I know Starfinders pull this kind of stuff all the time. You get me out of here safe. I'll get you the visas. We got a ship. What do we need you for? You can't take a ship to Ugalam. Why not? They don't allow that shit. Where are you from? Space. Where no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Guess they're letting anybody become Starfinders these days. Guess so. <laughs> that doesn't really bode well for you, though, does it? Do you want these papers or not? How much? Three <laughs> each and 1500 for the pieces. Can I do, could I do like a culture check to see if that's a good deal? Or if yeah. I think we could get the visas from law enforcement or the, or the university, if yeah, it's yeah. likely. Roll, roll, yeah, absolutely. Culture is the right check for that. Uh, 24. 
It's very, very expensive. But what you would think it would cost for these papers, especially on a continent where travel is all but restricted. Yeah. If it worked for <laughs> Is a planet cloud. forbidden? Now, you feel pretty confident you're going to get the university support. Right. You also feel confident now that you've you know, uh, brought this gang in, well, the one surviving member, that you're going to get the police's support. But ultimately, it's going to be up to the Kabarat Port Authority. So you're taking your chances, but by not accepting this guy's offer. But also, you probably wouldn't accept this guy's offer. He's a dirtbag. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't trust Billy Zane as far as I could throw him. And he's one of America's largest cinematic actors. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't... Uh, PG takes Kreska aside and says, I... Uh, I know this type. Don't don't trust this guy. You see, and she is one of his biggest fans. Even <laughs> she will not take this offer. That's true. Nice. We can use him for other things. You damn fools! <laughs> seems like you're seems like we're rejecting your offer, fella. Well, good luck in Nugalum. Putting your trust in local cops and a school when they don't let you in. I'm not going to be around to help you out. Hey, good luck in prison. Here's a tip. Beat someone up on your first day. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, so McCoy and uh, Doofaloo come back, and uh, they haul him away. Ooh, all right. We have put our trust in the bureaucratic system. What could go wrong? To, uh, yeah, to quickly process... Complicated immigration. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. than getting... PG immediately regrets this decision. Yeah. It was going to be complicated either way. At least we're not. Yeah. At least we're going to get, get fleeced by the authorities and not by some. Also, uh... do we have fifteen hundred dollars? No. no, no, I don't. Well, maybe we'll get lucky and find a bureaucrat that's two days away from retirement, and they like, just do whatever <laughs> they want. Yeah, <laughs> stamping everything that comes across. According to Casarelli and Law, <laughs> we have that receptionist at the university, though. He might. He might be tight. He's, yeah. yeah, he's definitely rolling in, yeah. rolling in credit. McKinsey. <laughs> Minimum wage McKinsey. <laughs> um, all right, so your two leads were the Five Arches and the Cabaret Port Authority, which you would have to go to anyways because there were people on the video dressed, dressed in the Port in Authority uniforms. uniforms. Then the, f- the film was all doctored. You never saw them. Right, play. but didn't he intimate that, he, that they forged that so that the, they were imposters that were Port Authority so that it looked like the Port Authority was passing these things through? Yes. Yeah, so the, the Port Authority might not know anything about it, but we still have to go. I'm Gotta check saying. it out. Yeah. We still have to check it out. Yeah, so you want to call it a night and go the next morning? Sure. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so you make your way to Cabaret Port Authority the next morning. Mayshun, you would know, um, as a Castrovellian, uh, that Cabaret mainly conducts its trade by land, sea, and air, like most uh, planets. Um, but like many other settlements on Castrovel, it also maintains a number of these magical gateways known as Ayudara, or Elf Gates. Elf Gates. Quote-unquote, Elf Gates. Which often go nowhere. Often just leave you in the middle of the space. Your head <laughs> explodes. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, they, they don't no, lead to anywhere anymore. That's not how space works. Yet. Some of them go places, but a lot of people don't know where the gates go. They literally can just... They're just mm-hmm. unattached to another gate. Some of them, some you of them... You can just die to. in space. Some of them. Wow. 
Hope Risk, you pick the right game. risky. Uh, uh, they're not large enough to sustain heavy traffic, so the Port Authority uh, manages and oversees the use of the gateways to prioritize shipments for those who pay a premium for instant transportation. Oh, man. Most of these portals are in the Gateway District, which you are in. Uh, it's a smaller area along Cabarat's eastern side where use of the portals rarely interferes with the busy harbor and spaceports. So you arrive there, and just like Port Authority of New York or Penn Station or any other <laughs> awful, shitty it's place. Disgusting. It's disgusting. gross. gross. Uh, and Space Port Authority. There's people coming and going all over the place. Is there a Lashunta guy that comes up to you that's just like, uh, I can show you where you need to go. Uh, what do you guys tell me? You look like tours. I'll help you out. Let me take your bags. Let me take your yeah, bags. Take your bags. Carry your bags. You from out of town? Is there the last known Oban Pan? <laughs> <laughs> the House of Pain? <laughs> I'm going to stop by I'm gonna stop by Hudson News, pick up a sporting news. All right, just to read on my way out. I got yeah. something to read on the <laughs> During the gate that will take sport- two seconds. I used to get a sporting news when I was from New Jersey. Oh, it's the best. I, I would get sporting news every week. I guess sporting news. <laughs> and you could only get it from Hudson News in New York. That was the only place you get it. Sorry, You, Sorry, lived, you lived in New, York, New Jersey? I'm from New Jersey. <gasps> cool. That's so much more exotic than where you're from. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Colorado. So imagine this scene. People all over the place, and you see these gates. And the gates are all heavily monitored. Uh, armed guards at each gate. M- multiple armed guards. And so you can't just, like, run through a gate. But you'll see from time to time, like, like people just come out of a gate and people disappear into a gate. Are they like ancient, like stargates? Are they like ancient yeah. looking? Yeah, I imagine like with elvic runes or elvic yeah, runes Elvis, on them. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool, cool. but yeah, also that... a little disappointing. <laughs> what did you want? Why? No, I was thinking more like, you know, what if it's like one of those things that you can't really see? It's just like a bending of air. Well, uh, I, I imagine uh, well, that, what, the, surrounds the, it. The, what surrounds it is the elven runes, but yeah, the bending of the air is the actual space. I like you, Troy. And it's you can't like it's not like you look through one and see like a nice beach you know you're just walking into static yeah. and hoping that it leads to where you think it's going to lead <laughs> it's so creepy it is yeah. uh, and, and you see and people just commute people, yeah they commute they uh, <laughs> it's like it's this one that leads uh, it's like I, the flu I, network I think it yeah, was exactly, yeah exactly what was uh, that is it Hyperion no. No, yes. you're thinking of Pandora's Star. Yes, but yeah. there's. In, I think it's Hyperion, the guy who... Because uh, in, in Hyperion, each chapter follows one of the people yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in their, their backstory. And this guy who was so rich oh, that his yeah, yeah, home, yeah. every Salenis, home had a, yeah. a room that could be transported anywhere in the galaxy. Yeah. It's what great. That? And that's what it reminds me of when I think of this. Just... Yeah, Pandora's Star, that's the guy with the guy who lives on an as- asteroid. But he also has that thing, right? He has Pandora Star. The, the guy, uh, yeah, one, the one Pandora the Star ma- has like the big real Port Authority things where it's like trains yeah. that yeah. are moving through wormholes. Yeah, through wormholes. Zoom, zoom, and, zoom. But then one guy lives on an asteroid, I'm pretty sure. Like one of the rich guys. And he, whatever, doesn't matter. Read Pandora Star, read Hyperion. <laughs> Both of you those books, I believe, you'll find as reference material in the Star Recommended <laughs> reading. Book, yeah. There are workers with QPA uniforms wandering around, but you guys know that you probably need to speak to a manager for uh, what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So you flag them down. You also assume that Detective Weinerpop probably called ahead for you. So after about 10, 15 minutes or so, you are uh, brought into a small office to meet with gate controller... Rairi. She is a uh, female Demaya Lashunta, mm-hmm. uh, middle aged, so she's probably, uh, you think she, she probably uh, worked her way up through the system. And she says, please, come in, come in. Uh, have a seat. So, 
Do we turn off the rain? <laughs> it's raining in our office. It's raining in our office. She has yeah. a, a fish tank. It's you a said it rains course. all the time. It's like one of those like pots everywhere. Like, yeah, she has like, like, a bucket hat on. Sorry. <laughs> doing some she remodeling. She said it was the Port Authority. <laughs> doing some remodeling. <laughs> She's sitting at her desk and there's a computer there and papers everywhere. Uh... And she's like, so I, I, um, I spoke with Detective Wiener Poop, and <laughs> he gave me most of the details. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that uniformed employees of the Port Authority might have broken into the university is not one I take lightly. Let me pull up the assignment logs for the past three days. Yeah, see, as I suspected, no employees were sent to the university. In fact, I know that few people even travel to Tuhalu Point, as it is a decommissioned military base that now serves as a research station. Now, based on the information the detective provided, there's only one group that fits the description from what I see here. It looks like a team of 15 uh, came through with authorization from the Kabarat University of Xenoarchaeology and Xenoanthropology. Looks like they were carrying laboratory equipment, cryogenically frozen organic compounds, and specialty foodstuffs. Now, according to the records, customs went through and confirmed the contents of all of the crates. Uh, You know, though I must admit that the documentation is a little too sparse for my liking. Someone will be getting let go for this shoddy work, I can tell you. Now, here is the uh, passenger data. She beams it to all of your comm units. You can see that the group consisted of a Kasatha, a Sheeran, two humans, and 11 Lushuntas. She turns off her computer and just looks up at you. She hasn't really made eye contact with any of you. She's like, I'll cut right to the chase. I am obviously suspicious about this group upon reviewing the records and knowing what I know now but that doesn't mean I'm willing to let a second group of scallywags through. Detective Wienerpoop spoke highly of you. <laughs> With a name like that, he has to be good. <laughs> he says you've come here to Castrofell, looking for something. You say you're Starfinders. I can only wonder, though, if this group fooled the university and my men and women. Who's to say you aren't creating a similar subterfuge? You must know that travel to the continent of Ukalam is not permitted. The continent has long been considered off-limits for colonization by any of the planet's three dominant species, with only a few dozen military and scientific outposts established around its extensive coastline. While there are a handful of non-governmental organizations that oversee the sanctity of Ukalam, they only allow limited travel there for academic and resupply purposes. If these men and women that went through have nefarious purposes that is not for me to decide but as to you getting through you have the university support you have the local police's support as well gain mine what do you want with Ukalam I know about starfinders I think their aims are far higher than altruistic missions to save missing teachers. Why do you want to go to Ukalam? And know this, I make the final decision. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh, thank God. I need to, I was like, I was I like, need to put my pitch together. I don't know what to Quietly. say. <laughs> oh, man, would have been great. Do I have time? I have an idea. I have an idea. Let's make a PowerPoint. <laughs> You're going to bluff? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, who's Mac? Oh.
Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 